Welcome to the Dirt Show brought to you by Pulver Towing. And today we'll be joined by hobby stock driver Steve Holthouse. We'll also hear from Bob from Foamcraft Packaging, James from VP Racing Fuels, and our old friend Speed from Cookies Barbecue Sauces and Seasonings right after a few words from our sponsors. Hi, this is Jim Miskin from Miskin Auto Parts. Check out Miskin.com. You'll see all the parts available in our You Pull It lot, new arrivals ready to part out. Plus, we can also locate those hard-to-find parts for you. Miskin Auto Parts has been buying junkers and providing parts to our customers since 1972, and we ship out parts daily. Call us today at 507-684-2100 or check us out on Online at miskin.com. If your classic isn't so classic, bring it into Auto Trim Design of Oatana. We can fix the upholstery, the carpet, replace a sagging headliner, make your old car look new again, make your seats comfortable again. Whether it's a classic car, work truck, boat, or anything else that moves, we can fix the upholstery and make your ride like new. And we work on convertibles. We're located in Oatana at 3275 Old Highway 14. One mile west of Walmart. Transform your garage into an extension of your home with a custom finished floor by Garage Force. No matter how you use your garage, Garage Force has you covered. American made, backed by a lifetime warranty, our professionally installed industrial grade coatings will protect your garage from anything life throws at it and makes cleanup a snap. More importantly, it's the unbelievable feeling you get each time you use your dream garage. Visit us online at garageforce.com. Call Todd at 651-387-9213. That's 651-387-9213. As the leading slat replacement professionals in the U.S., Altenburg Construction knows what works and what doesn't. Simply put, they understand your business. Altenburg Construction started in 1994 and has over 27 years of experience and has completed more than 5,000 hog and cattle barns in 14 states. Every customer is unique and every situation is different. That's why their employees are company trained trust the slat replacement professionals at altenburg construction give them a call 888-435-2210 or see altenburgconstruction.com your home is your sanctuary the next time you need appliance service invite someone in that will treat it that way Sorensen's appliance service is locally owned with 15 years of experience Sorensen's appliance service also has fully certified technicians who will leave your home as clean as they found it if you want fast, efficient, and cleanly service, contact Sorensen's Appliance Service today, 256-7766. That's 256-7766. When your family needs a tow, trust the family that's been doing it for the last 100 years. The Schaefer family and the Pulver Towing Company has been helping folks get out of ditches and back on the road for five generations, and they did it all while treating customers like part of the family. As the first Schaefer to start towing once said, always worry about the customer and not the competition. For light to heavy and even equipment transport, call Pulver Towing at 507-282-3851 to get the best. Hey, this is Dave from Severson Oil, VP Racing Fuels, and you're listening to the Driver Segment on the Dirt Show. Welcome back to the Driver Segment here on the Dirt Show, and it is my pleasure today to be joined by hobby stock driver Steve Holthouse and Steve Let's go way back to the beginning. You started your career at West Union. What led up to the decision to head there and race? Well, back then, West Union and Independence, Iowa were probably the only two tracks around that were racing yet. And uh, 
I had never gone to a race until I was 18 years old. I went to one in West Union with a friend of mine, and I was hooked after that. We were building a car the next week. And actually, one of our local drivers, Paul Fitzpatrick, was recently inducted into the Hall of Fame at Independence. Yep, I remember racing up, and his, he ran in, I think, the modified, I was thinking. But, yeah, the first year we raced there in Independence, it was a new class. They had just come out with hobby stocks in West Union because the street stocks had gotten so advanced. They were almost super stocks, you know. So they came out with this new class, and it was a hit right off the bat. We put this old car together, a 70 Chevelle. That's how we got our number 70. Our first car was an old 70 Chevelle and went out and we ran second the whole race. And on the last lap, the guy leading broke his front right wheel off. We had to run stock rims back then. And I ended up winning my very first night out. So we were hooked after that to try and repeat that. That really gets the guy hooked right from the start. But you find out very quickly it's not easy to do every night. No, I think our second win took about two years before we got back on track, but we never gave up, and we we got going pretty good with it. I think this statement goes for any track in Iowa. There is no easy hobby stock win, and West Union was getting a tremendous car count at the time you were racing there. Uh, One time, I think one night we had over 60 hobby stocks on a weekly night, and we had a DC and B and an A feature we used to run back then. And I, I remember in Decora we'd do that too. And one night we had a flat in the heat race. And I had to come through the C. It started last in the C. And if you win it, you could advance to the next feature. And I won the C, advanced to the B, started in the back, won that, advanced to the A in the back. And on the last lap, I passed Kevin Bidney to win the A feature that night. I figured I passed 50 some cars that night to get to the win. Wow, you ran the alphabet just like being at the Knoxville Nationals. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. You know, they only had two classes there, so it was the hobby stocks and the pier stocks. So we'd get done with our feature. They'd have a little talk with you, you know, and we had to run to the pits and get back in the lineup. My pit guys were putting gas in the car in the lineup because we were up next and getting to go out. So that was a lot of fun back then, a lot of cars, a lot of great people to race with. You live in Cresco, Iowa. What a beautiful little town. Yep, I've lived here all my life. I grew up on a farm. I was a farm boy. and I moved a whole eighth of a mile away. The house I live in now for 30 years It's right on the edge of town. It's eighth mile up the road from where I live, so I didn't move far. I've been working at Featherlight for 35 years, so kind of a homeboy. The historic Howard County Fairgrounds track and grandstand in Cresco, Iowa, just gives me chills when I walk in there. What a cool track with an amazing history. Oh, that was a fun track. And it sounds like we might get some racing up there next year again. But, yeah, that was that was the place to go on Sunday nights. You'd have to get there at 5 o'clock just to get a seat in the grandstand. It was just unreal. And a lot of cars, tough competition. I always said northeast Iowa and southeast Minnesota is the toughest race car drivers you're going to find. If you can win around here you can win anywhere in the united states i always said and talking about running the upper iowa speedway in decora iowa another historic track and that track for people who have been there it's literally in the center of town you're driving 
what seems like down people's driveways to get into the parking area. Yep, it's right in the middle of town, causes some havoc once in a while. Sometimes the, the town people don't like the noise and the dirt, but it seems like the race car always rules over that. So, yeah, we've been racing there a long time. That's that's an, a lot of history at that racetrack. And, you know, it's, it's always called the little circle or the circle of death, we used to call it, because that was tough competition there. You're little teeny track, and you're four wide all the time around that thing. How many seconds do you actually hold the steering wheel straight? Um, If you're holding it straight, you're probably going to hit the wall. So <laughs> you got to crank one way or the other all the time. Before you ever raced at Mississippi Thunder Speedway, you went there as a fan. What do you remember about the old trioval before it was reconfigured? Oh, that was the neatest thing to go watch. We had to get over there a couple times a year to watch, but we would love to race there, but they were a different sanctioning body at the time, and our rules didn't fit in. So you had to sit where turn three was because there's usually tires or bumpers flying over the wall there when they come into that corner wide open and turn the corner against the wall there. Fans have also seen you at Deer Creek Speedway, but four wide through turn two in a hobby stock didn't work very well for you. No, it was four wide. I think that wasn't the problem, but somebody got a little loose and I was the outside car and I ended up crawling the wall and tipping on my side last fall at their stock car nationals. I did race there one year in the street stocks. I used my hobby stock and race street stock just because I love that track. I love the people that run that track. And, uh, you know, we, we fared all right with our, in our hobby stock trim. We, we were a top five car, but there's enough changes in the class to the street stock that we weren't that competitive, but I still love racing there. That's a fun place. Over your career, you've had five major crashes one of them resulting in some permanent metal in your body that you got to have a card on you for metal detectors. Yeah, that was West Union many years ago, coming out of turn four, blew a right rear tire, and the car kind of stood up on the back, kind of a half spin, and it did an end for end about three times, and it smashed a disc in my neck. And, of course, stubborn, you didn't do nothing about it. I went on for about five years till. I almost had solid paralyzed in my left arm, so I had to have something done about it. And they put a metal disc in my neck and made it 100%. So two weeks later, I rolled it again. <laughs> it held up. I'm sure the doctor recommended no more racing. Actually, I asked him. This is a doctor in lacrosse, a really good back specialist. I said, you know, am I okay to race? And he said, you're never going to break it where I fixed it. Go ahead. So <laughs> he was confident in his work. And the strange thing is, over the past three seasons, the biggest, wildest wrecks that we've seen have been in the hobby stocks. Once you guys hook a rim in the dirt or get that car rolling or flipping, it is amazing the G-forces you guys take. Yeah, I think one of the biggest things is the weight to them. You know, you really get slamming on the ground. I rolled once down in Oskaloosa, Iowa, one of the biggest tracks we ever raced on. And, you know, the hobby stocks, they clocked me one night at 100 miles an hour leading the feature there. So I think that's too fast for any hobby stock. But uh, 
I rolled it there and I don't know how many times I rolled down the back straightaway. It's just amazing how hard you hit every time it hits the ground. Your hands go flying, your head goes flying against the window net. And I come out of it all right, but the next morning, you know, you get the adrenaline flowing. I went to get up and I couldn't walk. My ankles were so swollen up and all I can figure out is from them hitting the pedals and the bars when you're flipping that many times. Must have just beat the heck out of my ankles. But all the safety equipment did its work, so went to race another day. How did you pick up the nickname, the Dirty yeah, Rat? The Dirty Rat. It started because when I started racing, the drag car racers, when they raced big block Chevys, they called them Rat Motors. A big block Chevy is always called a Rat. And my first 25 years of racing, I raced a big block Chevy. I was the only one out there doing it. And, getting it to work i mean it it was heavy and but if you got the springs right and the gears right it was a rock and i always said it pulled like a 4020 john deere off the corners you know so i always had these old dirty big blocks under the hood so the tech guy had left under one night and he said "Ooh, a dirty rat and it kind of stuck after that and that's what i grew up with in the late model division it seemed like the biggest big block you could stuff under the hood and bore them out. The bigger cubic inches you had, the faster the cars were back then. And then people started coming with these high horsepower small blocks, but you were actually doing the opposite. Yeah. And then we had to run a little two barrel carburetor besides. So it, was, it took us a little bit to figure out all that. But I guess the one thing that kept me going at it was I had an older guy that friend of mine's dad that had been racing for years and he said don't try a big block you'll never win with a big block and he kind of made me mad and i kind of wanted to prove him wrong and and we got it to work after we won 100 features he is still telling me i I should never run a big block so but we we got it to work and it worked good for us so we're always known for the big block talk about the group that you race with now steve dwyer nick and brooke schwabach what a fun group to be a part of each and every night you go to the track. Yeah, and that's why I've, I've been racing 35 years. And I said, I don't do it for the money, that's for sure. It's for the people and the fun. It's just a great group of people. and Everybody helps everybody. It's been that way all the way through my career with it. And Scott Spildy is actually my brother-in-law. So <laughs> and me... My brother-in-law, Scott Spildy, and my stepson, Chris Hovden, race hobby stock. Chris moved up this year, but, I mean, you can't be more competitive than against family. I mean, we race each other harder than anybody else there. And we would finish a lot of one, two, threes every night, but it was important who was one, too. From 2000 to 2020, over a 20-year period, you were ranked 13th all-time in the hobby stock division in all Iowa points on a list that contained over 3,000 drivers. That has to make you proud of your accomplishments over 35 years of racing. Yeah, it is. And we, we went, went to a lot of places. And Jeff Brogue is the one that keeps tally of them points. And I think we were up in the top 10 for a few years. I think the highest I ever finished was third. But um, I don't know if you're aware of jeff brogue he always ran the all iowa points and then one year he or a few years he ran the nkf tour 
the National Kidney Foundation tour. It was a traveling series. It was a heck of a series. And we ran that one year. It was 2000, I think, was the year anyway. We ran 23 different tracks in one year, 76 nights of race. And that was the most I ever raced in a year. And uh, we ended up winning that series. And that was quite a deal to me because it was all about donation to kidney foundation and thing. And my older brother had kidney disease and my twin sister actually gave him a kidney. So that meant a lot to me to run in that tour. And they got a lot of money for dialysis and things like that. And Jeff Brogue put that on. He is a big part of our race. And I still talk to him to this day. He's one heck of a guy. And I'm sure over your 35 year hobby stock racing career there's a couple trips to boone in there that probably mean a lot you know we never actually raced boone <laughs> we we were there every year we stay the whole week we're getting ready to go again i love watching everybody wreck their stuff and not me but it is one heck of a show if you've never been there you gotta go watch but i love watching the hobby stocks and the stock cars there and they get a couple hundred of each one so it's pretty neat. We've been to some big shows, but never Boone. We went to Donaldson, Iowa. They had the first hobby stock nationals. I think we competed against 90 other hobby stocks down there. And we won that two years in a row. So we're really happy with that. That was a lot of fun. We made a lot of friends down in Southern Iowa. So I know a lot of guys down there and they remember me. So I made a lot of friends. The 1998 fire. We are very lucky to have you here with us today, thanks to working smoke detectors. Yeah, actually it was, actually my daughter is the one that saved our lives. She was uh, in grade school, and they had just had a fireman's day, you know, and, and you got to plan an escape route and all this and that, you know. And she come home, and, you know, all little kids are, we got to do this, we got to do that, you know. We got to plan an escape route. So, okay, we, we did, you know, and we go up the steps and we can go out this window and go on the garage roof and, and jump down from there. What well, was two nights later, we had that fire and yeah, I was almost overcome by smoke and the kids and my wife were, and it was just instinct. We all knew where to go, went out that window and on the garage roof. And we always say it saved our lives. It actually made national news of of how it all worked out with that safety plan to get out so as far as the smoke alarm we got them all over in the house but that night it was weird as soon as we got out of the house we could hear the smoke alarms go off but it doesn't do any good when they're in your drawer and in your in your clothes drawer so that was just a, a lesson to us there but no i actually credit our daughter and her plan to get out during a fire saving our lives that night Throughout your racing career, your biggest fan was your mom. It's great when you have family support and they support what you love to do. Oh, yeah. My mom, she was getting old enough. She couldn't go up in the stands, but she would stand out by the fence and peek through the crack, and she watched every race she could go to. She's just an amazing woman. She passed away here a couple of years ago. Man, what a big influence on all of us. She was Everybody knew Ma. They all called her Ma. So um, one night the Decora crew ran the Cresco racetrack, and they brought her to the infield to watch the races from the infield. And I got to take some pictures with her and stuff, and she never forgot that. She 
just totally amazed sitting in the infield and watching all them cars and guys race. It's pretty special when the crews and the safety crews at the track get to know different individuals from the family and do something special for them. Oh, yeah, yeah. They, and that's the way it was. You know, the Petersons from Decora and, and the Edies from Decora, they were always, they knew everybody. They knew everybody's family. You know, we're small towns around here. That's what made it so fun, and that's what made us do it so long, and we're still doing it. In the Holthouse family, it's all about racing. What would you do on the weekends if it wasn't for racing? Oh, we can't figure that out yet. <laughs> if we're at home and there's nothing to, nowhere to go race, and we just go nuts. We don't know what to do. We got to go somewhere, go out and eat or do something because, you know, that's that's always been our vacation, our weekend. All my kids are grown and got grandkids, and they're all hooked on racing. It's definitely a, a disease, but, you know, I said, what what a good thing to have people grow close together my, my grandkids you know they get to see grandpa race it's going to be its third generation and it's just amazing we have a blast with it one of my all-time favorite stories on the dirt show was one gary Worscala told me about trying to retire and he decided well next year i'm going to retire i'm going to do some more fishing i'm going to do some of the stuff i don't get to so opening night at Mississippi Thunder, he's out on the river fishing, and he hears hot laps, and he's like, oh, "I I can't take it." So he had no, time. He had time to get back to Fountain City, unhook the boat, hook back up to the race car, and actually make it to the track <laughs> and get to race that night. Yeah, I always say I retire every fall, <laughs> come back in the spring, but. I officially retired once about oh, 12 years ago. or Oh, it's been longer than that. I got my son race and my stepson, Chris Hubden, and he's been super successful with it. But I only sat out one year and helping him, and uh, I had to get back in it. So we've been going ever since. I talk about quitting this year, but we'll see. We'll see how it goes. <laughs> I'm going to be 60 years old, so it's starting to wear on the body a little bit. When I get out, the neck hurts and the back hurts, but... Boy, it sure is fun when you're in there. And Fast Freddy Prudell and Harlan Moorhart, they're in their 80s. You still have two decades left. <laughs> I know. I, that's what I, I see them guys doing that, and I give them a lot of credit. But, man, and, you know, I got nine grandkids now, and I really enjoy spending time with them. So if I stay racing this year, it's going to be a limited amount, kind of like the last couple of years. I really have a lot of fun at mississippi thunder that crew there is great and what i really like about the guys i race with it's a bunch of young blood a lot of youngsters are starting i just love that because we weren't getting that we we're missing a generation of people in there and a lot of these young kids are starting now and i just have a blast racing with them and talking with them and helping them any way i can or they help me you know learn some of the new stuff and just it's just a blast doing that with them so we race it's mainly mainly over there in wisconsin and it's tough to quit when you're still winning in july you parked it in victory lane at mississippi thunder speedway grandpa can still get it done <laughs> yeah and we won the next week after that we won two in a row and i had had a, a pretty cold streak we've won a lot of features in the last three years we didn't win any and I go, God, maybe this should be the year I quit. We actually won a couple features again, but 
That really makes you hungry again, too. And if you retire, what would the grandkids do? Because they love helping you in the shop. <laughs> they sure do, and love watching their aces. So I don't know. It was, Like I said, I retire every fall. We'll see where it goes from there. What is the biggest win of your career? Um, I would say the Hobby Stock Nationals down in Donaldson. That was a big deal. It was the first year they did that. Budweiser put it on, and we actually did time trials and all kinds of stuff. And I set fast time, and I won the quick dash, and we ended up winning the 40-lap feature. And back then it was $1,200, and that was unheard of in hobby stock money. And, and it brought a lot of recognition, a lot of trophies. And and then to repeat the next year, it was, it was just fun down there. And a whole new group of guys – um, we're actually the ones that took this hobby stock show on the road. Nobody ever left the hometowns before. We went down there that first year and did that. The next year we had 20 followers come down with us. It got bigger and bigger. So after that, we went all over the place racing, meeting people and having a blast. And you can't spend 35 years racing without some great sponsors helping you on the car. You know, it's funny. I've had a few, you know, smaller sponsors, $500 sponsors, but, you know, I've always had the feeling it's my bad habit. I should support it. So, um, mostly us, me and my wife, she's a big supporter, but we got some friends, mainly friends and family will help out. But, you know, I tried stock car one year and we did really good. And I think we won three features, but it just didn't fit my budget, you know, and I always said, I'm not going to take food off the table. And, so we went back to hobby stock where we could afford it and, and have fun. I'm not saying we couldn't afford it. It just kind of took the fun out of it, how much money we were spending to win. And I like back in the grassroots. I like doing it all myself. I build my own chassis, my own motors I put together, trannies, rear ends. I paint the car. I letter the car. It's all done in my little one stall garage. So it, it's a really good feeling when you can beat some of the guys that spend a lot, a lot of money with something you made in your own shop. So that's kind of the pride we always took in it, and I think that makes us stay in it a lot longer. Steve, congratulations on 35 years in racing and hope to see you out there for many more years in the future. And thanks for being with us here on The Dirt Show. Uh, it was a pleasure. Thank you very much. Shevland Enterprises, your locally owned and operated sanitation and recycling service, offers the highest quality garbage removal and trash pickup services at great rates. Commercial, residential, construction, and industrial trash removal and recycling in Owatonna and the surrounding areas in Dodge and Steel Counties. Shevland Enterprises also specializes in roll-offs and dumpster. Contact Chris and his staff today for small-town service at a small-town price. 528 that's 528-9900. Buyers Engine Service of Rochester opened its doors in 1975. Hi, this is Corey. Since 1975, we've been offering complete engine machining services and assembly. From flatheads to big blocks, wide blocks to drag race engines, street rods to pulling tractors, Buyers Engine Service offers complete dyno service. So if your race car, or street car, is little... Under the hood, trust the place who's been there since 1975. Contact Buyer's Engine Service at 507-282-5586. Founded by Jesse Olson in 2004, Medieval Chassis was formed to fulfill a need for better engineered race cars. 
Medieval Chassis' new state-of-the-art facility has made it a leader in the stock car racing industry and multi-time national champions. The use of a fiber tube laser, CNC tube bender, and flat laser allows Medieval Chassis to engineer and produce a chassis that exceeds all others in performance and adjustability. Find out more today at MedievalChassis.com. The National Sprint Car Hall of Fame and Museum is located in Knoxville, Iowa, and is the only museum in the world that's solely dedicated to sprint car racing. Right now, the National Sprint Car Hall of Fame and Museum is featuring our Salute to Champion Greg Hodnett exhibit, featuring eight of the sprint cars Greg drove during his illustrious career. Plus, you'll see 12 Knoxville National winning race cars on display inside the museum and learn about the Knoxville National winning drivers that drove them to pass Nationals victories. That's all at the National Sprint Car Hall of Fame and Museum, open year-round in Knoxville. Why choose powder coating over liquid paint finishes? Maximum durability. Extreme powder coatings offer a scientific process that uses heat to bake the colorful finish deep into your product. Extreme powder coatings can deliver multimedia blasting, impact-resistant epoxy primers, and super durable powder coat applications to meet your needs. Visit ExtremePowderCoating.net for more information. Fast Shafts owner Pat Fagan is a racer himself and has been testing and building drive shafts for himself and teams all over the nation since 1992. Fast Shaft drive shafts are the number one carbon fiber, steel, chrome molly, and aluminum drive shaft builder for over 90% of the major modified chassis builders. Drive shafts, drive shaft repair, 9-inch forward center sections, slip yokes, rear end yokes, ring and pinions, bearings, spools, gears, shim kits, and more. Call Fast Shafts today. Made by racers for racers. 800-622-6617. Welcome back to the driver's segment here on the Dirt Show, and it is my my pleasure today to be joined by Bob Ayers from Foamcraft Packaging in Owatonna, packaging the impossible inside the possible. What a great mission statement. What is the strangest thing you've ever been asked to package and ship? Well, we've been asked to package many strange things, from a John Deere Gator to a replica of the Statue of Liberty. So... Other than those two come to mind right away, I think if you name it, we've probably packaged it to help people ship it to different locations. Trust me with where I'm going here with this one, but packaging is like racing. If the car isn't working correctly, the driver and the crew chief come up with a solution. If something needs to be shipped from here to there, Foamcraft works with the manufacturer to figure out a solution to that problem. We work with many manufacturers and we do 99.9% of the time we come up with a solution to ship their product. Most companies, they want it both ways. They want you to ship their product and get it there in one piece and they want it done at a reasonable price and we try to commit to both of those. Custom crating design. The last time I toured the plant, you had a crate for shipping glass that had a foam cushion for the glass to sit on for added safety. Plus, the crate was reusable. Ingenious idea. Yeah, I'd like to take credit for it, but it really wasn't our design. I wish it was, but we've designed some stuff, and we work with three or four glass companies that their glass gets shipped in a case on an A-frame in any kind of container that we manufacture, and it all depends on 
where it's going, how it's going to get there, and we just make sure that their product gets there in one piece. Having the ability to take shipping worries off someone's plate can be a huge relief. When Foamcraft first started in 1988, you basically did it all. The ability to handle a corporation's shipping needs for them frees them up to focus on other top priorities. Yes, it does. I have salesmen that go in and work with our customers or proposed customers that they tell our sales guys what they need and what they want from us. And we've got a couple designers that will design the packaging and we can have it tested. We can do whatever the customer needs. Having the proper shipping containers, crates and pallets can save manufacturers time and personnel. Being able to operate more efficiently with less staff is really key right now. Oh, it is really key. And even for us, it's hard to find people. But our customers rely on us to know what we're doing and how to get it done. And yes, most of our customers, they could build pallets or they could build crates, but their time is better spent on getting their product out and let us handle that stuff for them. When you do your research on foam craft packaging here in Owatonna, your business is recommended by area manufacturers. That has to make you feel good that the business you created is recommended by other businesses. Well, first of all, it wasn't just me that created the business. Uh, My wife is my partner in marriage and in business, and we have a lot of people that have been with us for a long time. I'm very happy to hear that I've never done that kind of research where businesses think a lot of foam craft, but I'm sure happy to hear that. From cardboard boxes to foam, cases to crates, you provide anything and everything someone would need to ship something safely and efficiently. How can they find out more about all you do here at Foam Craft Packaging? Well, I'll tell you what. Call us at Foam Craft Packaging, 507-455-2893, and we'll put you in touch with one of my great salespeople. They know a lot about packaging, and they'll come out and help you. Bob, thanks for all you do at Foamcraft Packaging, and thanks for all you do in our community. Can't wait to see what you come up with for the Lighting of the Lights Parade this year. It's always a blast to see you there. Oh, the girls have a great time, and the employees have a great time doing that. So thanks, Clean. For over 40 years, winning drivers have relied on VP Racing Fuels to optimize performance. Now get the same benefit with VP Pro-Grade Full Synthetic Oil and High Performance Lubricants. VP's goal was to develop a best-in-class racing oil that offers world-class cutting-edge technology, enhanced durability and wear protection from the street to the track. VP's got you covered with the next-generation performance. Attention hay farmers, Rhino Egg now has a fast and easy way to handle the gathering, lifting, loading, and offloading of square hay bales using only one operator. 
The ACG-10 Acumia Grapple is the one tool you'll need to replace at least three or four teenagers throwing bales. Save time and money with Rhino Egg Hay Tools. Check out the new hay tools at rhinoegg.com. Here's one of the most incredible lubricating products ever made, Justice Brothers JB80. It's twice as good at lubricating just about everything around the home, shop, and your car. JB80 has a penetrating action that goes straight to the problem areas and even the tightest places. Try JB80, the incredible spray lubricant that's twice as good, and it's guaranteed to satisfy or your money back. Tell them Ed Justice Jr. sent you. Hey, Wolf and Sons Yard Service has heavy equipment. This is Scott Wolf. Whether you need a basement dug, a building removed, footings for a remodel, an RV camper or boat pad installed, rock, sand, or dirt hauled, or even a driveway or parking lot road graded, please let us know at Wolf and Sons. We have dump trucks, excavators, a backhoe, bulldozer, and road grader to help you with your large or small projects around your house, farm, or business. Call Wolf and Sons today at 455 455- Why would you use anything but the latest technology in packing products when it comes to shipping your business products? Foam Craft Packaging in Owatonna provides a complete line of packaging materials, including foam products, pallets, crates, corrugated boxes, and much, much more. See all of our different packaging options at foamcraftpackaging.com or call 507-455-2893. That's 507-455-2893. Aero Race Wheels was established on the conviction that its dedicated staff could provide higher quality wheels designed specifically to endure the tough requirements and conditions of the racing industry. Most importantly, the wheels need to be manufactured and sold, maintaining an affordable price structure. Aero Racing Wheels has become the largest premier steel wheel supplier, and their product line speaks for itself. Upgrade your racing game today at aeroracewheels.com. Welcome back to the sponsor segment here on The Dirt Show, and I am joined by James Forrest from BP Racing Fuels. And James, it seems like the floodgates have opened in 2021, and everybody wants to get back to the events that they have enjoyed for so long, and racing, as always, has persevered. I would agree 100%. And I think after the pandemic of 2020, that... People have really gone out to the local tracks as well as the larger events and supported these. I know that during that time, we had we'd actually lost a few tracks or they may have went under, and they are just full of guns right now. So everyone is back to the tracks and back to racing, and we love to see that at VP. The staff at VP Fuels is on hand at every major racing event coast to coast and around the world. I think one of the most interesting stories in 2021 is what Kyle Larson has done. Kyle Larson is a champion no matter what he does, in my personal opinion. Uh, Not trying to single anybody out, but uh, yeah, he's one of the guys that can jump into almost anything and be a contender in that event or win that event. And, you know, we've talked in the past about guys that make the transition from dirt track to NASCAR and and the Gordons and the Stewarts and the Schraders of the world and the Wallaces of the world. And Kyle Larson is just, I think, taking that to another level. You know, I mean, he's proven his ability to get behind the wheel of anything and be a fierce competitor. So hats off to him and all that he's doing to increase the awareness in the racing industry as a whole. 
Another major story I feel this season is the Tony Stewart, Leah Pruitt story. Drag racing and dirt track racing collide. It's great for the sport. I couldn't agree more. You know, champions align themselves with champions, and Tony Stewart is no different than anybody else. You know, we just talked about Kyle Larson. Tony Stewart jumping from Silver Crown, USAC, moving into NASCAR. We don't often hear of the transition or the jump from circle track racing or road racing into full-on drag racing, and especially in the upper echelon of that group. So for Tony Stewart to take that step, that's amazing. And I am so glad to see him aligned with Leah Pruitt and down in the pits and getting down and dirty. I mean, right there with the engine guys and the builders and wrenches in hand. I mean, he really has set the bar, you know, and what a great champion. Uh, I mean, you know, I couldn't think of anybody that could walk into that scenario and be as successful as he's been with that. I mean, and again, Leah Pritt, uh, a champion in her own right. I think it's an excellent match. VP Fuels, besides being the world leader in fuel technology, continues to add products to its lineup like Mattitives, engine oils, power washes, vehicle detail cleaners, fuel containers and dispensers, and so much more. Yeah, um, wow. (laughs) I mean, with my tenure with this company, I went from race fuel to a full line of consumer products that basically run the gamut. If you have a car, whether you race it, whether you change the oil in it, no matter what you do, BP Racing Fuels has a product for you. And we continue to add to those lines. Those SKUs are now seen not only at a local race shop, but also in some of your box stores. You can find our products at some local auto parts stores. So bringing this consumer products awareness out there has been exponentially huge for VP. We have really, really worked to grow this business, and, and we've been extremely successful. Speaking of busy, 2020 has been a busy year for you and the whole VP Racing Fuels company. Yes, it has. Uh, again, you know, last year was kind of a year that everybody, I think, was in a bit of a lull, but when 2021 hit, and like you said earlier, the floodgates opened. We seen guys and gals that would race traditionally maybe once a week, twice a week, maybe, or once or twice a month to racing three to four times a week. And new business as well as old business that has even increased there. So it has been a super year for VP Racing Fuels and the consumer product side as well. We have we have really hit the ground running in 2021. How can listeners find out more about what VP fuels and what VP products can do for their racing programs? The best way to go about that is to go to vpracingfuels.com, and you will find a locator on there, and you can contact the local region, and that regional office will either guide you towards a dealer in your area or give you information about becoming a dealer, or give you information about a certain product that you may need 
for whatever application that it might cover. James, thank you for being with us here on The Dirt Show. Jason and Freddie will be joining us in a few weeks, and all of you guys are a wealth of knowledge. Well, thank you again, Clay, for having me, and it's always a joy to be on The Dirt Show. Jason and Freddie, two of the best guys you'd ever want to work with, and an extreme wealth of knowledge as well. Thanks for being with us. Thank you, sir. Have a great day. One of our brand new items, we're very excited to unleash our new 3D printed plastic trickery to our line. First part in that line is our new race receiver mounts. They're available for the Fusion or Element. You can tie strap them to a roll bar, or we have a flat mount that you can pop rivet to your interior tin or the side of your helmet, or you can Velcro it. One of the nice features of having it on your helmet, instead of being on your seatbelts or to a tube, is you can get out in a hurry and not have to worry about where your receiver is or being tied down to your belts or tied down to a tube. It's real nice to have it on the side of your helmet so you can get out of the car very fast. Check us out online at weirsmachine.com. Thank you. Let me tell you, friends, about our store. It's a great place we call Miners Outdoor. Miners Outdoor, your total source Husqvarna dealer in Blooming Prairie, has everything your yard needs, from chainsaws, leaf blowers, and weed trimmers to zero-turn mowers and everything in between. That's what being your Husqvarna Total Source dealer is all about. Stop in today to see the best selection in quality Husqvarna outdoor power equipment. That's Miners Outdoor, Highway 218, Blooming Prairie. Miners Outdoor, Major Tough. If you're in need of a worry-free power lift door, then you'll want to stop and talk with Rod French. Make a statement with a PowerLift architectural door on your home or cabin. PowerLift doors can be retrofitted to fit an existing door opening or designed into your next commercial, agricultural, livestock, or aircraft hangar build. Stylish, functional, and built to last. PowerLift doors by French's Manufacturing are made locally in Dodge Center, Minnesota by their experienced craftsmen. Contact Kelly or Rod. PowerLift doors by French's Manufacturing. 374-9306. With football and beautiful weather aplenty, you'll want to make quick work of everything on your automotive to-do list. Napa Auto Parts can help with great offers in September. Save time and money with a Craftsman Cordless Half-Inch Impact Wrench Kit for $199. And avoid waiting for a friend or a tow truck when your battery is down with the Napa 700A Jump Starter in your trunk. It's also specially priced at just $55.49. Quality parts, helpful people. That's Napa know-how. When it comes to choosing your next industrial, commercial, residential, or ag electrician, choose Coles Electric, offering pole setting, directional boring, underground trenching, boom truck service, security systems, and much more. If you're a Steel Wasika co-op member, there are excellent incentives for installing a solar array with quick payback and years of reliable service. Planning, design completion, or emergency service, see ColesElectric.com or 507-451-1387. Welcome back here on The Dirt Show, and it is an exciting day when I get to talk to Speed the Sauce Man from Cookies Barbecue Sauces and Seasonings, especially when the rib wagon is heading to Minnesota. And Speed, you're going to be in Maple Grove. You betcha, yeah. We're going to be at the uh, Hy-Vee store there in Maple Grove. We're going to pull in on uh, September 16th. And we'll be open from 4 to 6 at night. And then on the 17th, we'll be open from 10 to 6. And on the 18th, 10 to 5. And then we pull out and head back south to Iowa. And the nice thing is somebody can stop in, just get a sandwich and some chips and a beverage for lunch. Or they can get full racks of ribs and even stock up on large quantities. 
You betcha, Clean. What we do on the uh, night of the 16th from 4 to 6, we call that a half soft opening. And what we'll have is we'll have racks of ribs, tubs of pulled pork, and, and tubs of bean that they can buy, barbecued beans that we fix up with our sauce and a little seasoning. And then uh, on the 17th, why then we'll have the, the full menu on the 17th and the 18th. But We'll have racks of ribs, and you can buy tubs of pulled pork or tubs of beans, and both of them freeze real well. And I'll tell you, that pulled pork is so easy. Just you know, throw it in the freezer and freeze it and grab out what you want and heat her up, and you got a delicious sandwich. And the nice thing about it, if they buy too much, I'll be the first to stop them. So stop by and feel free to load up, Clean. And the neat thing is if you have a family gathering on a schedule coming up, this is a great way to stock up on cookies, barbecue sauces, and seasoning products already pre-cooked. And you can put the beans in your own crock pot and put the ribs on your grill, and they won't know the difference. That's right. There you go. And the other thing is, if they buy two racks of ribs, they'll get a bottle of barbecue sauce. Uh, They can pick the flavor. We'll be using sweet hickory on the ribs, but they can get a bottle of sauce absolutely free. Tell them again the location, and the times for the rib wagon. The Hy-Vee store in, in Maple Grove, Minnesota, September 16th from 4 to 6, and then the 17th from 10 in the morning till 6 at night, on the 18th from 10 until 5 at night. And we'll be serving up racks of ribs, tubs of pulled pork, tubs of barbecued beans, all available to take home and enjoy in the comfort of your home, Klein. And Speed, they can find all of your great recipe ideas and also the full rib wagon schedule on both your Facebook and website. Yep, and uh, the old uh, cookiesbbq.com, and just click on rib wagon schedule, and it'll be right there, as well as uh, click on recipes and uh, turn the average cook into a renowned chef overnight. Just read through those recipes and tuck them under your pillow. Speed, as always, thanks for being with us here on The Dirt Show, and can't wait to see you in Maple Grove, Minnesota. Yeah, bet. Looking forward to it, Clayton. And all you listeners, feel free to stop by and just say hi. I'll be the bald guy. Well, I'll probably have a red cap on to keep the sun off. Don't be afraid to, to yell at me. Looking forward to visiting with you. It's your chance to get a picture with speed. Played bumper tag lately? No matter how your car gets damaged, Midwest Collision will make sure it gets fixed right and on time. No shortcuts, no compromises. And remember, where you get your car repaired is not your insurance company's decision. It's yours. So make the right choice. Choose your locally owned and operated Midwest Collision. Give Bob a call today at 332-2434. That's 332-2434. At Lampros, our team of brokers and auctioneers specialize in farmland sales, live land auctions, and online land auctions across the Midwest with total sales of 190,000 acres. At Lampros, you get a team of land professionals going to work for you. We pride ourselves on providing local service and knowledge with national marketing and results. If you're thinking of buying or selling, contact Lampros agent JJ Wise at 641 sell or go to landpros.com that's l-a-n-d-p-r-o-z.com welcome to the dirt track segment brought to you by cookies sauces and seasoning well last weekend a few tracks were able to race around the rainstorms last friday night august 27th i-94 speedway was racing in the late model a main ryan mickelson over ben walden in the short trackers brady moulter 
over Jacob Aris in the Midwest Modifieds, Shane Howell over Brock Gronwald in the Modifieds, Tyler Peterson over Danny Vang in the Street Stocks, Braden Brower over over Daniel Abril in the Wissota Late Models, Cole Searing over Sean Meyer. Knoxville Raceway was racing last Saturday night, August 28th, in the 410 Wing Sprint Car 25 Lap A Main, Brian Brown over Aaron Jeniton in the 360 Wing Sprint Car A Main, Scott Baguski over Jamie Ball, and in the Pro Series Sprint Car A Main, Tyler Groendyke over Matthew Stelzer. Worthington Speedway was racing last Saturday night, August 28th, in the Stock Cars, Dustin Larson over Jeff Larson in the Sport Mods, Nick Johansson over Connor Vanderweerd in the Hobby Stocks, Dan Strandberg over Joel McGee in the Bombers, Evan Stelter over Silas Top in the Modifieds, Jesse Rogotsky over Cody Thompson, and in the Sport Compacts, Katie DeVries over Jay DeVries. Fairmont Raceway was racing last Sunday night, August 29th, in the Modifieds, Mark Noble over Kylie Kath, in the Stock Cars, Derek Green over Matt Sauer. In the B-Mods, Troy Grocknauer over Jeff Carter. In the Hobby Stocks, Corey Probst over Parker Anderson. In the Sport Compacts, Alan Lahr over Cade Lear. And in the Outlaw Hobby Division, Dakota Robinson over Cody Schnepp. Houston Speedway was racing last Sunday night, August 29th. In the 410 Outlaw Sprint Car A-Main, Jack Dover over Mark Dobmeyer. In the Race Saver Sprint Car A-Main, John Lamberts over Brandon Bosma, and in the late model street stock A main, Corey Yeh over Zach Oliver. Granite City Motor Park was also racing last Sunday night, August 29th. In the street stock A main, Parker Anderson over Justin Vogel. In the Wissota late models, Jesse Glenns over Daryl Nelson. In the Wissota Hornets, Colton Trembeth over Marcus Ammerman. In the Midwest Modifieds, Kennedy Swan over Brendan Gov. In the Mod Fours, Dustin. Justin Holquist over Robert Holquist in the Modifieds, Dennis Check over Devin Fauquette, and in the Superstock A Main, Kevin Burdick over Dave Moss. Hi, this is Bobby Enser, and you're listening to The Dirt Show. Toner's Lake Karting Facility offers dirt oval karting at its finest. Hot laps start at noon on Sundays, followed by great kart racing from rookies to pros. Admission is always free, and pit passes are only five bucks. Come out and enjoy some exciting, safe, and fair kart racing at a well-organized facility. Toner's Lake Karting, located northwest of Wasika in a beautiful rural setting next to Toner's Lake. See tonerslakekarting.org for more details. Hey, this is Mark Noble, old number 74. You're listening to The Dirt Show. So you're inviting friends over for a friendly barbecue? Nice. But if you're a true friend, you'll start with Cookie's Barbecue Sauce. I'm Speed the Sauce Man, and let me tell you why the right sauce is so important. Cookie's Barbecue Sauce is made from real deal ingredients, and I haven't changed the recipe since 1976. Cookie's Barbecue Sauce complements meat. It doesn't smother it. It just makes your food taste better. Smart cookies use cookies. Anything less is just meat abuse. Cookies is the one. This is Brian Van Marvin with USAC car number 24, and you're listening to The Dirt Show. Hi, this is Harvey West, and you've been listening to The Dirt Show. See you at the races.